Man, welcome in everybody to the show, the Fantasy Football Sage Podcast, episode 14. Your host, Michael Fricano, coming to you. Week three is in the books. It is September 22nd, Tuesday. I had to double check the date on that one. Man, what a crazy week. Week two is, is concluded. We can start to consider the fantasy implications and performances, or lack thereof in some instances as well as injuries around the league, because there were a ton of them over the weekend. Look, if you suffered an injury, if you are one of the unfortunate ones who lost a first-round draft pick or a high-capital high player, look, don't hit the panic button. Do not eject. Your season is not over. That's why you're here. You're going to learn how to play those waivers and turn this ship around, okay? Stick with me, my friends. All right, so we're going to move into week three. We're going to touch up on some stats that happened over the weekend, snap counts, targets, goal line usage, rushing and passing yards, TDs, etc. All that fantasy relevant tastiness that can help us right, move right along. So, with oh, if I sound a little different, I'm on the road. Alright, I got a portable mic. Bear with me. Um, I'm going to be out of town for like a week. Still going to provide you with the information you need. This is not a new sound, just... Let's just roll with it, okay? All right, let's get into some news. And we're going to start with probably the most tragic of all of the news that we have, the most devastating of injuries to not just fantasy owners, but to the man himself. New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley is going to miss the rest of the season due to an ACL tear. Man, this I hate it for the kid. Such talent. You know, it's it's for for Giants. I mean, this this is a huge blow for them. Fantasy managers likewise. It doesn't mean the end of the season for the Giants or fantasy managers. However, you're going to have to really buckle down and 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 start playing those waivers. Wayne Gallman, Dion Lewis, they figured to divvy up the workload. But neither one of those guys is going to replace Barkley in fantasy for you. However, you know, they can both be considered flex options. Wayne Gallman didn't really do so much when he was in last year. I would lean more towards Deion Lewis in a PPR. I will note that the team plans to meet with Devonta Freeman tomorrow. No, it's actually today. Yeah, they plan to meet with him today. Uh, he could be worth a speculative pickup. Just going to throw that out there. Devonta Freeman, they're more than likely going to pick him up. They have to at this point. And also another huge injury update. Christian McCaffrey, Carolina Panthers running back, will miss four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. So here we have the number one and number two draft picks, respectively, in the drafts out with injuries, one for the season, one for four to six weeks. Mike Davis could be a featured back if the team doesn't go outside the organization for help. Honestly, he should be owned everywhere. Mike Davis should probably be one of your your waiver priorities this week. Curtis Samuel, he also had four rushes in week two. He could continue to see some, some more workload increase from the backfield. For the 49ers, both Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman are expected to miss multiple games with knee injuries. 
it's looking like most dirt they're saying is a bit more promising and probably shouldn't miss too much time. Regardless, they're not going to be in week three. This means Jarek McKinnon should be in your waiver priorities. Also keep in mind that given his injury history, they're probably not going to play him too heavy. They're not going to ride him like they did Mostert. You can look to him to get no more than maybe a dozen carries. He'll probably get some passing work as well. He's going to be worth a pickup. Jeff Wilson, he'll get some play too, but we're not really going to. We need to see that. Jarek McKinnon, top waiver priority. Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor missed week two against the Kansas City Chiefs experiencing complications from a pregame injection that was administered to address a rib injury, according to sources. So his status for week three isn't really clear. However, Justin Herbert came in and he's shown. I mean, it was his first pro start against Kansas City and they almost won that game. Why they are looking to play Tyrod Taylor after that performance, they need to just put the kid in. That said, Fantasy owners, only if you are in a super flex or two quarterback league should you consider picking up Herbert. All right, let's wait to see a little bit more action before we go going crazy over the kid, okay? New York Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard is believed to be dealing with turf toe and is expected to miss some time, according to NFL's Ian Rappaport. Man, I'll tell you what, this is the first time Danny Dimes had Saquon Barkley Shepard, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, and Evan Ingram all available at the same time in one game. Uh, that's obviously short-lived now that Barkley's out for the season, and Shepard's going to be missing some time. That said, I like Slayton and Tate as wide receiver threes moving forward. Denver Broncos quarterback Drew Locke is expected to miss two to six weeks with a sprained AC joint in his right shoulder. Jeff Driscoll came in in his absence. He fared all right as a relief in week two. I mean, he's, he's a capable replacement. Huh? Not that Locke was great, but in super flex leagues, yeah, I guess you could count him in as a, as a quarterback too. Barely. However, we also got to factor in that now that Cortland Sutland has been ruled out for the entire season with an ACL tear, Man, it's just looking dismal for the Broncos. All right, who do we like? Melvin Gordon, he's going to get tons of volume. I do like Noah Fant moving forward. Uh, I, I think we should definitely see his targets increase. If he's out there on your waiver wires and you're looking for a tight end, Noah Fant should definitely be a pickup for you. Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Paris Campbell suffered damage to his posterior cruciate ligament in his left knee that will sideline him indefinitely, according to sources. Indefinitely is a long time. I translate that at least the rest of the season. Uh, man, it, it was what a blow for Indianapolis. They lost Mack in week one, and now they lose Paris Campbell in week two. Yeah, we see the blossoming of running back Jonathan Taylor, who moving forward looks like an RB1. However, the whole team can't be sustained by Jonathan Taylor. All right, Phillip Rivers needs to find ways to get T.Y. Hilton more involved. Period. Point blank. How do you like the call of my boy Mulally Cox last week? Huh? Told you, pick him up. The monstrosity of a man caught five receptions for 111 yards. Now, as long as Jack Doyle's out, 
they got to find ways to get this guy the ball. He's huge, especially in the red zone. Philip, get the man the ball in the red zone. All right, if you started Naheem Hines, my condolences to you. One reception for four yards, not what you were expecting, but hopefully you weren't in a situation to where you had to start him. I think we called him, what, a running back four last week? Hopefully you had better options. Moving forward, do you drop him? Man, given Jonathan Taylor's performance, he also got two receptions more than Naheem Hines. Granted, it's one game, but moving forward, they're going to use Jonathan Taylor a ton. All right, the kid's got talent. It's clear they trust him, not just rushing the ball, but also catching the ball. You know, Naheem Hines, week one performance, it's honestly starting to look like an oasis. If you've got if you got to make room on your bench, I think he's certainly expendable. We'll call it expendable, yes, for sure. Okay, we got to break up some of this this injury news. This is just getting depressing, right? Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin has cleared the concussion protocol and is good to go for Week Three. Finally, some good news to hear, huh? I put him in as a wide receiver one going up against the Broncos for sure. Green Bay Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams left the game with a hamstring injury after only completing three receptions for 36 yards. You know, man, this, when he's on the field, he's a beast. It just doesn't seem he can stay on the field. We don't know the extent of how serious this injury is. We'll know more probably by Wednesday as the team practices. Can you look towards Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Alan Lazard? I think they become low-end wide receiver fours or flex options in fantasy. That wraps up player news. Let's get into some waiver talk, shall we? All right, so it's going to be a dogfight on your waivers this week. I'm telling you, with all the injuries, you're probably not going to get everything you you put in for, but if you can walk away with one or two gems, I think you'll be doing good, especially if you've got one of these big injuries like Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey, you're going to need to to shore up those positions. At the top of my waiver considerations, I'm looking at running back Mike Davis for the Carolina Panthers. We're going to see him get a ton of work with uh, Christian McCaffrey being out four to six weeks. I also like Maybe Dion Lewis in the absence. I would honestly prefer to put in for Devonta Freeman, uh, who, like we said earlier, will probably, you know, he's going to be meeting with the with the Giants. He's probably going to end up taking the job. He's worth a speculative pickup. Possibly, you know, Dion Lewis, like I said, both are lowly owned. Um, Devonta Freeman only in 7.5% of leagues. Deion Lewis in less than 1%. Let's see. With Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, um, with both of them being injured, I would definitely look to pick up Darrell Henderson. He's 45 and 46% owned in leagues. Uh, he's going to look to him to get a ton of work in the backfield. You know, they're, they're stat- the status of Akers and Brown isn't really known yet, uh, which is why we didn't cover them 
and the injury updates, uh, but we can probably look to see missing the missing week three. Darrell Henderson, he looked good when he came in. We can expect him to get some work in week three. Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Alan Lazard, these guys should Devonte Adams miss some some more game time due to this hamstring injury. We're definitely probably looking at those guys being wide receiver threes. Should he miss some time? Corey Davis. It's two weeks in a row that he had a pretty decent outing. Uh, AJ, AJ, AJ Brown seems to be dealing with his knee injury, and there's no, no timeline as to when he's going to return. Davis, as well as Jonu Smith, if you're looking for a tight end, Jonu Smith is a, a hell of a pickup right now. He's only owned in 38% of leagues. He had a strong finish, two scores in week two. Um, I like Mike Gesicki. He's still out there. 48% of leagues he's only owned in. Kasiki had a hell of a game. Let's also look at Miko Hardman, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's only 43% owned in league. Sammy Watkins left with a massive hit. Uh, chances are he's going to be have to be dealing with the, the uh, concussion protocol for a little while. Joshua Kelly, running back for the Los Angeles Chargers. We want to look at him. You know, ish. He's only 26% owned in leagues. Him and Austin Eckler, granted Eckler seems to be the clear-cut back, but Joshua Kelly is getting some good workload and putting up some fantasy numbers. Now, we don't know how long George Kittle is going to be out for. It could be soon, but in the meantime, Jordan Reed's not a bad pickup. If you're streaming the tight end position, you might want to look towards Jordan Reed. Now, quarterbacks you want to consider, particularly if you're streaming, Ryan Tannehill, okay, only 34% owned in leagues. He's having a heck of, heck of a season so far. He did the second half of last season. At what point are we going to become believers in Ryan Tannehill, you know? Gardner Minshew, I've been mentioning all kinds of craziness about him. My man Minshew... He's only 19% owned in leagues. You definitely want to scoop him, scoop him up, particularly if you are in a two-quarterback lead. But I wouldn't even mind starting Gardner as my QB1, to be quite honest. I think he's going to have a great season. Also, Joe Burrow, who's only owned in 45% of leagues. We want to look at him as well. Let's not forget Jarek McKinnon running back for the San Francisco 49ers. We talked about him earlier in the show. Look. His, his volume is going to increase with Mostert and Coleman out, possibly sitting out multiple weeks. Uh, let's also look at Russell Gage, wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, 20% owned in leagues. Now it's rare that we see an offense that can support three wide receivers, but it looks like the Falcons might actually fit the bill. And that concludes our episode, episode 14. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you go out and attack those waivers. Get the players that you need. Fill in those gaps. Replace the guys that are injured. Most importantly, do not stress. All right. If you're dealing with injuries, it's not a time to tilt. It's not a time to freak out, be all dismayed, and say, oh, man, I'm not going to play anymore. Nah, we don't do that. Go out. Patch those holes. Most importantly, have fun. That's what fantasy football is all about. If you enjoyed the podcast... Hop on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. It would help. 
If not, just keep listening. You're doing good. You're a champion. All of us here at the Fantasy Football Stage are champions. That's what it's all about. You can find us on Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public. Man, the list, I don't have the list in front of me, but it's a big one. Can you tell? Can you tell? I can't even remember the list. We are all over the place. Anyhow, enough rambling. That's not why you're here. You're here to get knowledge. I'm here to give it to you. I will be doing it on the road. Stick by. I'm going to give you injury updates throughout the week. Until then, until next time, peace.